up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. From 104.5. If you are getting divorced soon, uh. or if you're thinking about it, or if you're in progress, uh, you got to go back to your checklist. Lawyer, check. <laughs> uh, custody battle, check. Um, division of assets and goods, check. Mm. Divorce registry. Did you do one yet? Well, if you haven't, it's the trend. Uh, according to what we're reading here, uh, people are doing what they called fresh starts registries. Yes. And this is an effort to get some stuff to help you uh, get get a little boost when you're ending your marriage. What a great idea. Is because, it really? You know, well, I'm going to tell you why. Okay. In this fresh start, there's there's different columns. One is like finding a therapist. That's good. Finding a lawyer. That's good. Because, you know, you've never probably been in this situation before, so where do you find it? What I like about it is the items that go missing because when you split the goods, <laughs> something goes on the truck and, you know, hey, my aunt gave me that for our wedding. Right. Or, um, hey, I bought that. Yeah, but I want it. And, you know, there's the big fires and the small fires. Can you tell I'm experienced in this? <laughs> All right, take the Moody Blues album if that means <laughs> much to you. Take the whole thing. I so that's care. how it goes down. It goes down like that because you're just, like, exhausted, especially if you're the one that wants to... You know, exit stage left. Well, this is an actual yeah. site. You can look up Fresh Start Registry, yeah. and uh, they allow you to pick up different options uh, from gifts ranging from quick start guides from $99 to about 500 bucks. They put bundles together for you. Bundles. Like kitchen towels. Okay. okay. Shower curtain. Yeah. Somebody, you go in to you know, take a shower, and the curtain's gone. Right. Because he took or she took the curtain. Um, uh, towels, a lot of towels. And nice bedding is one of the things on the top of the charts. You know what? Listen, I, I've never gotten a divorce divorce before, yeah. but I did end a long relationship. Right. And at first talking about this, I thought this sounded ridiculous. But when I do rewind to that split, I did lose a lot of stuff. I think you this did. should just be for breakups in general. In if you general. want to help out yeah. your friends going through a breakup, what do yeah. you need? Get the towels bundle. But Fresh start registry. <laughs> but you're a little, you're a little, you know, wary of this because you said you well, buy- my gifts. I feel, I feel, I feel just a little bitter. I don't want to be the single bitter person, but I feel like Never. as a single person, you go to a lot of weddings and stuff, and I, we spend a lot of money buying the gifts for the wedding, buying the outfits for the wedding, and all of that comes with it, the bachelorette. And now I have to buy gifts for you when your marriage didn't work out? Yeah. yeah. I got to get you another gift? Listen, every year they have a new gift uh, occasion. This push push gift thing, you, you hear about the push party? Oh, I was like, when did that become no, a thing? It, it, Jamar? Simone, That's you, a big thing. Do you know what that is? He, Simone doesn't even know what it is. I no idea I, what I, this I didn't is. know this until. Bro, push party. If you ago. ever decide to have a child with a woman, don't forget that you're going to have to get her a gift just for giving birth to the child. The child just for giving birth? <laughs> you're like, I ordered that? Just the, for carrying the, your the, child. Wait, wait, the child is not the gift. The child is not the gift. Dump the word just. Oh, my bad. Fine. Okay. Edit the word just. But my point is the child is not the gift. You have to get another gift. A push present. <laughs> I, I, Seems logical. And didn't know it was a thing. And buy from your partner, <laughs> which I did not receive. Yeah. And someone's getting a call to Ottawa today because I'm still paying for that. You know? Wow. Uh, but here's what I want to say. Okay. I, I, I think when you when you go through these breakups and stuff like that, think about when you went through a breakup, whether it's a divorce, especially you divorcees out there. Come on. What did they take that you would like to have on your registry? Good call. You know, because I've lost a spatula, <laughs> many, and a frying pan. I don't know what the deal is. And one really good coffee maker. Well, a coffee maker would be a good one. Yeah. Texas at 104.536. Not to roast me for saying the word just, <laughs> but to add to the registry, right. what would you put on your divorce registry? Let us know. 
Turn up Marilyn Dennison Jamar podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 1045. Listen, it's time for you to vent. You got a divorce, and then, you know, there we were gonna give you a gift. It's a it's a registry that's a fresh start registry, and you can put anything you want on it because your stuff went on the truck. <laughs> like the nice towels. And then how about wine? Wine is a good one for Wine, the yes. Yeah, you know, just uh, give yeah. me a couple bottles of my favorite stuff. Uh-huh. You put that to, to uh, start your collection over again. Right, that's, that's a right. good one. What about the flat screen TV? Flat screen TV? I mean, I don't know. You could put on the registry. It's going to look a little gaudy, though. Like, can you imagine asking just random no. people? In your, no. But if, they, but if they... No, you're allowed to ask for whatever you, you want. It's a divorce registry. I can't see myself putting flat screen TV <laughs> on a registry. Like, hey, guys, can you buy me a flat screen TV? Go fund me. I don't see my I don't know. personally. Um, but I it, do. It, it, you know what I would want and not have gone through a divorce, but gone through many breakups? Um, you know, we get pets together. Mm-hmm. And then oh, yeah. usually at the end, the guy is usually like, oh, I'm going to stick around. I'm going to babysit. Yeah. And then that lasts for maybe a month or so. Yeah. So I would like maybe some gift cards for, for doggy daycare. Oh, okay. that's nice. Because now I've taken on all these animals, yeah. and it's just me on my own handling them. Where are the bitter people in our audience? <laughs> uh, they're right here. Uh, some people want artwork. They're saying, oh, yeah. like, rugs, decorative pillows. On the the registry. That that happened to a friend of mine. Yeah, I mean, listen, listen. If you divorce a guy, give him the pillows. He's not going to be able to decorate. No, no, but she... You can redecorate. Give the guy the pillows. She bought him a pillow with a skier on it or something. (laughs) And he... So they split. And he wrote her an email and said, okay, now I guess we're finished now, but I can't believe you took that pillow. (laughs) Okay, well... It's a shot, you know, to the ego. I guess. A little bit. Yeah. So the uh, decorative pillows, I would say put those on the registry. Yeah. Um, but there's a registry for everything now. Have you seen couples also now, mm-hmm. when they're getting married, they'll do a honeymoon registry. Where yes. That's a big one. Um, where they will make a registry and they'll say, hey, just donate to our honeymoon. We want to go to these are like the top three oh, places we so, want to go to. So you don't have to actually it? get them a wedding. That is your wedding gift to them. Right. So you don't have to get a, an actual gift at the wedding and then a honeymoon. Okay. Ex- exactly. Okay. So got three I find it off-putting. That you do, really? Yeah. Because it's just like asking for money, right? Yep. Yeah. I've had a couple of those. And I'm like, nope, you're going to get and did beautiful they... knives. <laughs> you give them the <laughs> knives and still the registry. I am not paying for your And then they have to fund their own honeymoon. Well, I, I just, it's, uh, I guess maybe it's the wording. Yeah. And we want to go here or we want to go there. I'm like, I'd like to go there too. Right. I'm going to go fund me. <laughs> you know? Uh, so I'm a little up because it is asking for money. Right? Yeah, it is asking for money. But, I mean, listen, yeah. people have no shame anymore. The guests were no, everything. I know. I like when I see on a, on, a, on a wedding invitation, your presence, not presence, mean more to us. You still will bring them up. Your presence. But I feel and like I they always that. write that, and then they go, but right. yeah. if you bring, we'll yeah. take monetary gifts yeah. if you're going to give. Where are the bitter people? Yeah, uh, the bitter people are, are angry. <laughs> uh, someone said toolkit. One of their tool, tool yes. kits on the registry. Yes. Because apparently the person I've lost, lost the toolkit. More toolkits. Yeah. Drills, I, drill bits, yeah. screwdrivers, just toolboxes. I had to I had to get by new. Yeah, you need that. I stuff. did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bed so, sheets. Bed sheets are on here a couple times. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you really want those sheets though? Uh, you can take those. Yeah. But it's annoying it. when they take like just the fitted sheet and then you have the duvet cover that doesn't match anything now because they just took like uh, one or two things. When you split up a set, that really ticks us off. And plus, they have residue on them, you know, from, yeah, the, that's from what the, I the old mean. stuff. I don't want Those it. should probably just be burned. I don't want <laughs> Donated or burned. You never liked that duvet anyway. Why are you taking it? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, you guys are not bitter enough. I was hoping for more bitterness, but all right. Uh, someone said a car. How about that? Wow, that's the big. That's big dollars. Okay. Turn up. Marilyn 
Dennis and Jamar podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. Usually the uh, the thought process is once this plane takes off, gets off the ground, I'm good to go. This event actually proves that wrong. You're not good to go until you land in your destination. Sorry to be the bearer of bad news. This is uh, what happened to a bunch of people on a plane heading uh, from Auckland, New Zealand to New York's JFK. And that flight is about 16 hours nonstop. I'm going to be taking that soon, yeah. Okay. Uh, how long? It's probably a little shorter from here, right? No, no. Same. 16 same, as well? 16 as well, yeah. Uh, that's saving yeah. a little gas on you. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, so they thought that they were going to get there. I mean, the flight's been in the air for about eight hours. Yeah, yeah. Nothing to worry about, except last week there was this big fire at Terminal 1 at JFK. Yeah. And because of the logistics... They couldn't put this specific airplane anywhere else in the airport or else it would have been on the ground for a couple of days, interrupting flights and schedules for days and days and days after that. So the only choice they had was eight hours into this flight was to turn the thing around and send it back to Auckland, New Zealand. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's that's wrong. You mean of all the airports, right, Blake? You and I talked about this. That's what I was thinking. I know. There was not one other place they could have just touched down to wait it out. You had to go all the way back to New Zealand. How'd they even have enough gas for that? Well, I mean, they had enough gas. I mean, they... It was half the flight. Half the flight, so you can go back. I guess so. They could use the. That was the call they made in the air. We've got half the fuel. We can't get there, so we got to go right back. Can you imagine? No. (laughs) Anger. Anger. Eight eight hours of air travel. Like you're in it. Like you're on it. You're going, and you're in New York, and you're yeah. And And if you're like me, I get on a plane and immediately go to sleep. Like that's what I have to do. I take my gravel. I take something or my prescribed doctor stuff. And so imagine waking up thinking, I'm here. I'm in New York. And no, I'm I'm right back home. Wait a second. What are we doing in New Zealand again? (laughs) Oh, I would. That sounds maddening. Like I would actually lose my mind a little. I mean, let's face it. Everyone on the plane had like uh, itineraries, hotels, car rentals, you know, Broadway tickets, you know, whatever, whatever the things they had going on. You know, it's it's, uh, tough. I felt I felt when I when you know when you're telling the story going, oh my gosh, those stewards and stewardesses must have been had their hands full on the way back. Oh yeah. Uh, the complaints oh, yeah. and the oh, And because you know everyone would blame them. Right. <laughs> this is your it's, fault. It's on them. I that know. is why that is locked. What's the jankiest flight you've ever been on? Like where, where something weird happened? I have a I have a pretty strange one. Um, I have to think about that. Go ahead. I was on a flight uh, from Baltimore to Chicago. That's and not a long flight. Not a long flight yeah. at all. Flight's supposed to land in Chicago's Midway Airport. Yeah. And they approached the the uh, the runway, and it was snowing like this crazy snowstorm. Yeah. I thought this plane was not going to make it. I fully thought it was my last day. Like, just things jumping up and down. It's taking these dips. Turbulence. Turbulence. Like, wind whipping. Windy city. Get it. Plane gets to the ground, and then, like, barely touches the ground then all of a sudden you feel the pilot hit the gas bring their thing back up in the air and i'm like no way this is a night flight too yeah so then they're circling they're circling they're circling and eventually they said hey we're not gonna be able to land here we're gonna land in indianapolis and uh we can make a decision from there I wow! De- I decide not to roll the dice again and get on another plane, so yeah. I rented a car and drove. Oh, okay. Uh, definitely, okay. I wouldn't be getting on a plane for a minute after that. <laughs> it was oh, very I've scary. had a couple of passes coming from your hometown, Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Um, on Porter in the winter time, and uh, you can't see anything because the snow is going this way and that way. Right. And we had to make four passes, but I'll say this very quickly. 
coming home from PEI. Mm. We are on the runway. We are taking off, and all of a sudden, goes the brakes because someone fainted in the plane. Really? And so, is there a doctor on the plane? No, there was not. So we had to take the plane back, and they had to get the person off the plane. Turn up Marilyn Dennison Jamar podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Chum 1045. Shout out to all the movie buffs. It's always fun to kind of look back at these lists and uh, think about people who were almost cast as certain roles, but for some reason, usually dumb reasons, they didn't get the role. They didn't get the part. Maybe they didn't accept it. Maybe they were told they couldn't do it. Yeah, or and then when you know it's them, and you're going, well, I don't think they'd be good at it anyway. Right. Exactly. Uh, uh, what uh, a like, missed opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, some of them I'm actually glad yeah. about. Yeah. Uh, tell us, uh, add to the list, please. Yeah, I found a really great list. And like one big movie, though, that has a lot of actors that were supposed to was Titanic. Mm-hmm. Ah. Matthew McConaughey, Johnny Depp, uh, ah. Christian Bale. Those are some of the names that were up for Leonardo DiCaprio's now oh. super famous role. Winona Ryder should have played Rose, like for different reasons. Reasons. Really? But that's just one movie where there was 12 different big actors that should have been in it. Um, and then I saw this list the other day and I got excited. Michelle Pfeiffer okay. was up for the role of Vicki Vale in uh, the 1989 Batman. She, she went on to play Catwoman. She did. In the next one. So she did get into it. But Michael Keaton was her ex-boyfriend. Oh. He didn't want her to take the part because I guess he was trying to get back with his ex-wife at the time. That's so I'm not sure if... Maybe he cheated with Michelle Pfeiffer or what the deal was, but he blocked her from that role. That's a lot of influence. I'm not taking you back, and Michelle Pfeiffer's going to be Vicky Vale in your movie. Exactly. <laughs> but then she went on to play Catwoman, and look, she, she killed that role. Yeah. Beyonce turned down two different roles. Uh, she turned down Plummet, the feather duster in the Beauty and the Beast remake, because she oh. thought it was too small of a role. Oh, I'm- Excuse me. Um, she was going to voice over in The Princess and the Frog, but they wanted her to audition a different Disney movie, and she said no. She didn't want to do an audition. It's and to be a, fair, yeah. if you it's Beyonce. You nah, know her voice. I don't know. She doesn't really. I mean, she voiceover is an art. I mean, you know that voiceover is a skill. You got to. I mean, if you're going to do a big production, you got to know she can handle yeah. it. She got the chops, you know. Yeah. Definitely, but at the same time, it was Beyonce, and she was like, "No, thank you. I'm yeah. out." Olivia Wilde was supposed to play was supposed to play Margot Robbie's part in The Wolf of Wall Street. She would have done well at that, actually. The very sexy yeah, was, uh, yeah. female lead. Margot Robbie in The Wolf of Wall yeah, Street she was supposed cool. to be Olivia Wilde, but they said she was too old. Have what? you seen that movie, oh. Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah, it's the craziest wild. movie ever. They I obviously didn't tell her she was too old. They told her she was too sophisticated for the role, and then she later found out what? it was because she was too old. Uh, a famous one we were talking about the other day, Jamar, you and I, was Will Smith, Neo in The Matrix. That's what he was he was supposed to be. Can yeah. you imagine not being Keanu Reeves? And in the movie he chose to do instead is hilarious. Wild Wild West. Stop oh. it. Wild Wild West Bomb is what he picked over the Matrix. Bomb. Bomb. This one had me though. I was like, can you imagine Meryl Streep? She auditioned, this is back in 1976 for a King Kong remake. Now the producer, who was Italian, mm. was sitting in the room with her. And says to someone beside him, in Italian, she's too ugly for this role. Oh, my goodness. Not knowing Meryl Streep understood Italian and heard everything he said. Can you imagine? And she says, capisco che dice italiani. So then she cussed him out. And uh, what does that mean? Means I know what you're saying, Italian. Oh, (laughs) that's that's good. I I went to Italy once and I just remembered that phrase so I could scare people. I really didn't know what they were saying. And you sent me one last night, Marilyn. Bette Midler says the role that she regrets turning down was Sistract. Sistrack. Wow. Can you imagine Bette Midler instead of instead Whoopi? Instead of a Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. No, it, ha- it had to be Whoopi so, th- Whoopi. so thank you to Bette Midler for turning that down. Cause... Very interesting. Yeah, and I mean, listen, Keanu Reeves is Neo. He is Neo. This 100%. Is we're, like better, we're better. I love because of him. 
I'm sorry? I bought a leather. You bought a, yeah, exactly. I take that's a, a that's that's a, that was a whole vibe at that time. What was the other one? Who's the woman in that movie with him? Um, Trinity. Yeah. I, oh, why do I forget her name? She's Canadian too. She yes. is Canadian. Anyway, loved it. Those are really interesting things. There's so many of them. I oh, love learning. But this. the Michelle Pfeiffer thing, I find intriguing. Michael Jackson was supposed to be in in uh, Jar Jar Binks in Star Wars. Oh, we're better. But off. they wanted it to be CGI. Yeah. And he wanted to do it in prosthetics and makeup. So George Lucas turned down Michael Jackson. Yeah, because he loves that stuff. Like he did the werewolf <laughs> in in uh, Thriller and and the the, uh, the zombies. Yeah. Michael, you know, Michael Jackson like CGI, in Star Wars. Man. Give me the makeup. You know CGI. Man. <laughs> Give me. Turn up, Marilyn Dennison Jamar podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. You know that last couple seconds or minutes before somebody gets to your house and you got to do that scramble around the house to hide things? Uh, what things are you hiding because you don't want them to see because you'd be too embarrassed if people coming to your home knew that you had those things. Right. Text 104.536. And I think we're hiding things that everybody has. There's really no reason to hide it, but you know, for some reason we do. Well, there's people that come into your house and they go, oh, I really like this. Where'd you get that? Or they see a shopping bag because you happen to put something else in the shopping bag and go. And like it could be, it happened to me once I had hangers because I have to go take them back to the dry cleaners in a, like a Holt Renfrew bag. Yeah, but ooh, what did you get from Holt? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, hangers. (laughs) hangers. Some dry cleaning. But what'd you get? And I'm like, no, no, no. So that kind of stuff. Anything that's like. Kind of uh, a trigger for some people. Mm-hmm. Everybody's different. <laughs> That's funny. What about you? I have. So, I'm a little neurotic. I think I mentioned this to you guys yesterday morning. I, I I'm the kind of person that cleans before the cleaning lady comes over. So I'm always hyper aware of things, and I kind of in in my head. And I don't think anyone would notice this, but I have. And not that people are often in my bedroom, but if I am having some people over, I hide my body pillow. Oh. I have one of those gigantic body yes. pillows because it kind of almost looks like a pregnancy pillow, and I'm definitely not pregnant. And then I, I just get in my head, and I'm like, does it look like I'm like sad and single and pretending to hug like someone's body? So I hide it in my closet and reset like, up my pillows before anyone like comes over. The loneliness pillow. <laughs> the loneliness. My loneliness. Just I just like pillow. sleeping with it, with my leg I over know, it. Solo pillow. I'd hide it too. Yes. Yeah, okay. So it's not just me. No. Because <laughs> there's no way you can make it like. Going across the bed to it doesn't look it doesn't, doesn't look, look cute and it no. looks a little sad. But I get it, I get it. Someone because... walks in the room, they're like, "That's a big pillow. <laughs> yeah. It's like What's life size. It's, size. it's shaped like a person." You really used to being on your own, aren't you, girl? <laughs> <laughs> I hide my uh, my supplements, my vitamins and yeah. stuff. You don't want anyone to see that. Ah, it just uh, yeah, it just looks. Uh... Why are you taking uh, D for? What do you need that for? Yeah, it looks like I'm trying to beat some disease, and I'm really not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like just taking stuff. Like, is it because we don't want the conversation? Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to have the. You know, I just you know, there's certain things that I'm taking just because I, I want to give myself a little boost. You know, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. If you see all these bottles on my counter, it looks like, hey, are you okay? I don't mind yeah, supplements, but prescription ones I hide. Yeah, I don't need people reading my prescription. That's drugs. right. That's right. Producer Simone, what about you? Uh, I hide my Daft Punk helmet from company. But that's really cool. <laughs> that is so cool. Because I don't want other people wearing it. Oh. So that's why I make sure. I'm like, I like, I have it, but nobody yeah. else is wearing it. So that's why right it gets on. hidden away. Yeah, that to your point, away. I do hide one of my lightsabers. <laughs> one of my lightsabers. Oh. <laughs> I guess I did say that, didn't I? Yeah, because then everyone, they take it out and they go, wow, look at that. And they start swinging it around. I'm like, hey. This is only in case of emergencies. Like it, it's not for play. What, yeah. well, exactly? What emergency would you would you need a, a lightsaber? A uh, house intrusion. 
Oh, so it's oh. a real working oh, lightsaber is, is what we're saying over there. Okay. Look at you defending <laughs> defending your property yeah. with a lightsaber. But it's interesting because it's a conversation, and you don't want people touching your stuff. Yeah. 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 Uh, tell us, what are you hiding before people come over? You can text a 104536. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. Uh, you discover when you uh, have a child someday that, like, the kids' toys, there's no hiding them. They're just everywhere. Oh, you just them. Yeah. The house just looks like toys. It is house. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah people yeah. walk in and you're stepping on blocks yeah. and Legos and and parts and trucks. And I wanted to hide those things or keep them away at some point, but yeah. no, nah, he won. Yeah, that's just a part. That's your life now, right? So, Yep. He yeah. got what he wanted. He'll get into a point where he'll have friends coming over and he won't want them to play with certain things because they're special to him. Okay. Because once a broken toy happens that's close to Kofi, it's like game over. I remember that. Yeah. I remember that as yeah. a kid, like yeah. coming over and then like making sure things were not in display because everyone would want to play with mm-hmm. Those He Man or those GI Joe, like no, you're gonna break them. Yeah, yeah. So, especially yeah. for only children. My friend's son is an only child, and he's quite particular. Yeah. And so when his cousins come to play, he has a whole bunch of stuff he hides because he does not want yeah. them. He's only five, and he already is hiding it. Already he doesn't that. want them touching it. So yeah. what other things are people hiding when uh, when folks come over to their house? Like, like, there's the pillow. Okay, the pillow. I okay. I hide my body pillow because I think it seems it's it's just kind of ugly in the bed anyway. It doesn't fit all my other throw pillows and decor, and it also I feel like makes me look a little sad and alone. Uh, and then I have I, I'm down to one dog, okay? Uh, but I previously had a pug, and I have a lot of photos of this pug in picture frames and stuff. And my girlfriend's mom, thank you, Judy, she painted me this gigantic painting of my pug. Now I love the painting; it's very cool. Where is it? It's above my couch in my tiny little condo. So I just, it's only recently that I became recently single that I started thinking about these things when people come in. Did they see the body pillow? And now they see 500 photos of pugs in my house. Like, are, am I got, starting to turn into the crazy single pug lady? The pug portrait. How, pug, it's a portrait. It's, how big it, is it? It's like the, the span of my arms. It's huge. Okay, it's huge. So it's like and it's foot live by green. three foot. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's like a, a statement big poster piece. size kind of. This would have cost if I had like commissioned it thousands and thousands of dollars. Wow. So this was a really, really great gift. Wow, that's a big <laughs> And I cherish it, but now I'm starting to think, is this weird? The single girl has a giant pug photo above her. It's, and if I'm you know, if a guy comes over and we're on the couch and we're getting a little close. It's super sexy. Trust me. And, no, and don't feel bad. Pug, don't don't oh feel bad God. about it. It's really sexy. I'm taking it down. I'm sorry, Judy. Coming down. Sorry to the artist. I've got. I've got to take it down. Where do you put something that big? Under the bed. I do have a raised bed, and I hide quite a bit under there. Bro, this girl was yo. She was fire, bro. She had this big poster of this dog above the couch. Her little dog's watching me at the end of the couch, and then she's got her deceased dog on the wall. I know. I think that also. I have his ashes beside my bed. Okay, now I'm getting weird. Now I'm really weird. (laughs) <laughs> All right, I gotta. <laughs> I shouldn't be hiding these things. I, I probably need to get rid of these I think things. You gotta kind of Marie Kondo a little bit, <laughs> and then just just tweak it a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, the thing oh. that we have in our home, it turned into what does Blake have in her place? And it's very interesting, bro. And then she had this dead dog in a urn. <laughs> Taxidermied pug. Yo, I'm calling on the coffee table. I'm calling her back today. Oh my god. <laughs> telling you. <laughs> Turn up, Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. 
Nashville to get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. So here are the five things that hotel housekeepers say you should avoid when you stay at a room. Number five is the glassware. Um, they, this one was talked about back in the day. Remember, they, they'd say, uh, stop using those glasses in the hotel room. Use the uh, disposable cups that come in the plastic instead. Because the glasses, if the hotel worker comes into the room and sees that the glass hasn't been used, they won't clean it. So over time, it's the dust and the dust on top of the dust and the dust on top of the dust of the dust. And then the toothbrushes that go inside that, that glass, uh, glass, glass cup and all the crud that falls at the bottom of the toothbrush. Yeah. So on and so forth. You get yeah. the the, uh, the story. That makes yeah. me think of my bar cart at home because sometimes when people come over, they'll grab a glass off my bar cart, and I'm like, no, no, those are just decoration. Right. <laughs> those are probably full of dust. Don't touch those. It's been sitting there. You know, if anything, if anything, they're rinsed. There's no dishwasher. There's no sterilization. There's nothing. Yeah. So when I go into that hotel room, like you just said, and there are plastic cups with plastic on it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hermetically sealed. I'm okay <laughs> those are probably a better. That's okay. Better. better uh, Bet. So glassware, stay away from towels that. and robes. This is interesting to me. Yeah, because the the hotel workers, from what we're reading, are told not to place the towels and robes unless they look dirty or soiled or if they've been moved. Yeah. Now, I don't know. That's not the best rule of thumb for keeping things sanitary because every time you go in that shower, you turn on the water, things splash around. And even though the towel hasn't been removed and untied, yeah. stuff's splashing on it. Yeah, yeah. You know? Especially the robes. It's on, on occasion, I've used a robe. I'm thinking, has someone else worn this already? Even know. if they didn't wear it already, like, things are splashing on it every time. Remember they did that story about when you flush the toilet and all the yeah. little Whoop. follicles and fecal matters go splashing the into the air? The fecals fly. Yeah. The, they do. Exactly. <laughs> so right. they're saying, if, if, if you're not sure, yeah. we're not, none of us are. And you see the person there, say, could I have a fresh robe, please, and fresh towel? That's a good idea. And they'll do that for you. It's a very good idea. Okay, blankets and duvets. Well, well we talked about this ah. earlier. <laughs> ice buckets, caca, doo-doo. Yeah, the ice bucket. Okay, so the ice bucket. Now, a lot of us, myself included, you go to a hotel and you go, ha, huh, I'm going to outsmart you, ice bucket. I'm going to get that plastic liner and put in there. Problem is, sometimes the ice buckets have been used for something other than ice. Um, I'm I just re- use the plastic. Yeah, that's a good that's a good idea. Some people say that they've seen ice buckets being used as doggy dishes. Yeah, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. Puke yes. buckets. Oh. Uh, just, just, you know, kids go to the uh, the beach and they find their little critters. Like, hey, we're gonna find the things I found yeah, 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 at the yeah. beach in the ice so bucket. So what can you touch in the hotel room? Nothing. Nothing. It seems like the whole thing needs Nothing. to be. Resanitize. But here's the one that's the biggie. It's that coffee maker. The coffee maker. Yeah. It's disgusting. Really? No, no one cleans it. Blake, when they open up the little uh, whatever you call the, the the thing with the handle where you put the coffee grinds and whatever. Yeah. Who cleans that? I don't know because I don't even clean my own. That's so. what I'm saying. <laughs> no one cleans Nobody it. cleans. All right. So that's the list of five. Yeah. Glassware, towels, blankets and duvets, ice buckets, and the coffee maker. And then one more I'm going to add. I'd like to add Wait. one more as well. Okay. When you go into a hotel room. Yeah. Make sure that you turn on the shower to make sure you have hot water. There have been complaints now all across the board that there's not enough hot water. Oh. Just to let you know. Okay. okay. I'm adding carpet. Oh, well. So you just can't go in a hotel room, period. I don't go in hotels <laughs> with carpets. If they have carpet in the room, I'm like, get me out of here. Give me the tile. Give me the tile. You know why? Because the, car- the carpet is never shampooed. They never do it. They always come in there with that. 
that stupid vacuum, and <laughs> just go across it. Then I take my shoes off and tink, 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 like around the carpet. No way. That's why they have slippers. Exactly. And take the slippers with you if you go to a nice shoe shoe kind of a hotel because they don't want the slippers back. All right. All right. That's your morning dose of hotel Have neurosis. fun on your vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. It's Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar's watch list. Hey. Whoa, watch it. I'm watching it. Shum 104.5. So as a viewer of The Last of Us and as a listener of the Chum Morning Show with Marilyn Dennis and Jamar and Blake Carter's uh, trending, I did take a look at yesterday's uh, news where Last of Us was called out for having a continuity error. Mm -hmm. I actually watched that episode. And, did you uh, catch it while watching? No way I caught it during watching it. It just was such a click, a quick flicker in the, uh, the, the moment of the movie. You know, they're walking to this other city they're walking across this cold, icy bridge, and it was a very quick moment. But when I paused it, it was so funny. Like, you literally the see whole camera crew. an entire camera crew hanging out in the corner. I was like, no. I wonder if they did catch it, but because it's so expensive to film, they were like, nobody will notice. I don't think, keep it rolling. I would like to think yep. so. I don't think so, though, because they could have just, like, airbrushed it out, like really? CG'd out. Someone could went in with an Apple pencil and just, like, a couple strokes, and they would have been gone. I think they really just missed it. It's, it was pretty funny. Because where they were, there's supposed to be no one just there. Just the two people walking across the bridge. It was just two of them walking across the bridge. And the whole camera crew. <laughs> right. And they were isolated. They were, like, shooting pheasants in the in the woods and stuff like that. There was, like, no one there. <laughs> and then there's a whole camera crew there. Pretty funny. Nonetheless, show's phenomenal. Show's great. I, mean, I it, don't it, like it. it well, <laughs> that, that's an audience of one, which is fine. Not oh, no, not no. everything is for everything. Everybody. A shout out to Edmonton in Calgary though, because that's where it's shot. I right. give that a shout. Well, you were the last of the not likes. I tried. But everyone loves the show. That's I why it's doing so well. And I, I'm looking forward to this weekend. I, I haven't started it yet. I need, need to a bend. bath. Yeah. Oh yeah. I need food. Listen, the acting is great though. Yeah. I this... just I just can't get into it. But that's okay because I gave it a try. And listen, I might give it a try again. Because remember when we did the White Lotus discussion? Yeah. I said, no, no, no. And I got three, four episodes in. I'm like, okay, wow, wow, wow. Now, I haven't watched the second round. Now, I want to talk to you about what's coming up on Crave in March. Succession, season four, and the last season. Yeah, people pretty excited about that. Yeah, it is the last. It's done after this. So, uh, knowing knowing that, make sure you watch that. And if you love it, you love it. Perry Mason. I never thought I was going to like this show, the new Perry Mason. Oh, I love it. I haven't watched. I love it. I love that. And Yellow Jackets. I haven't gone in, into it yet because I'm afraid. You know, that that's kind of. But the acting and my a lot of my friends are watching that. And they said, you know, Last of Us, maybe not for you, but Yellow Jackets, I think you're really going to like. And then a little bit more hearty, more uh, palpable. The Spencer Sisters tonight at 9 at 9 p.m. What about you, Blake? I just started Mayfair Witches. So okay. it's starring, um, she's actually in White Lotus, Alexandria, what's her last name, Daddario, I hope yes, I'm saying that right. I she right. And I like my supernatural kind of thing, so I just started that, and so far I'm into it. All right. Mayfair Witches. Mayfair Witches. Cool. Nice variety of things to watch. Uh, let us know which of those you're into, or if you missed anything, you can text us at 104536 so we can all chat about it. But that's what's coming up. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. Updating must be a mess, man. I mean, 
just you just don't really know who's on the other line or on, on the other side of the map yeah. or the phone or whatever it is. Whatever it is at the, at the end of the day, mm -hmm. right? Well, think how much people hide on social media. You think you're getting a look at people's lives, but they're just showing you what you think. You know, like they they can censor it. They can show you the good things, hide the bad things, and on online dating apps, that's that's the whole thing. You've got to put your best foot forward. You've got to appear to be bigger, better than you really are. Yeah. Because you're trying to attract someone. You're marketing yourself. Yeah. I personally haven't used dating apps. Like, I've gone on my friends, and I've swiped for them, but I've never actually made a profile. And when I heard this story yesterday, I'm like, this is exactly why I'm staying away. So what happened? So if you are dating, if you are on, like, this one is, I think, off Hinge. Mm. You're using the dating apps. You're in Toronto. I am curious if this has happened to you because I feel like this guy, I don't feel like this is a one-off. I feel like this guy does this regularly. What do you do? So my girlfriend begrudgingly went on Hinge, made a made a profile, starts talking to a guy, matches with a guy. Two weeks they're talking, back, back and forth texting. Everything seems normal. He finally goes, okay, let's meet for a date. They go out, they order some food, and she said right away she could tell the vibe was, was off. Mm -hmm. And she said she felt like she was at a job interview. He was going through a list of questions. Okay. Oh. She's like, I could tell he's done this before. It was very, robotic. okay, what about this? Robotic. Yeah. And she's just like, oh. Want to do this? So anyway, they order the food. He's ordering some drinks. He's had a few drinks now. She gets up to go wash her hands because she had some chicken wings. She comes. She was gone for maybe two minutes. She comes back. He's gone. Uh, gone. Gone. Left her with the bill. Wow. Gone. Wow. How much money had they uh, racked up at that point? At this point, I'm assuming it was probably at least close to a hundred because he had had like two or three rum and cokes. Plus, they'd had a bunch of appetizers. She had had a couple drinks. And this is the thing. She's like, I wasn't gone for long. I didn't even use the wash. Like, I just washed my hands. Wow. She's like, I was gone for maybe two minutes. Wow. And he was out of there. So she, you know, she comes back. He's not at the table. And she goes, okay, uh, maybe he got up and went to the washroom as well. A couple minutes go by. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. Not coming back. And she did. The waitress came by. And she she was at this point oh, very upset, right? Okay. And she's like, and he also drove her there. Oh wow! So he left her oh, no. at the restaurant wow, wow. with the bill and no ride home. And the waitress did take pity on her and they comped the bill. Dine and dash. But I'm like, this guy, I feel like he's done this before because yeah. he had his list of questions. He knew how to set it up. They talked for two weeks before the date. He seemed interesting. They get on the date. He went through his list of questions. She goes to wash her hands and he's out of there. I wonder. Yeah. And I, I'm That's like, this great. sounds like something that this guy, maybe this guy had been hurt by women before, so he's trying to teach them a lesson. I don't know, but that that's pretty sneaky. Yeah, or maybe, he, maybe his, his cash is low and he's looking for free meals. He yeah. wanted a free Friday meal. Nights, or Thursday nights, rather. You know, he likes the, um, he likes the uh, chase, and that is his reward, and then the great escape. There I got, you know, another one. I just, I felt so bad for her because How she's she like, I've never that? tried these dating apps before. This was her first experience. And then you're left in the restaurant. How mortifying. It's mortifying and embarrassing and sad and whatever. Oh, gosh, that's so bad. Yeah. I like that. I'm it's, sure there are more stories like this, and it makes it hard. It's heartbreaking. Yeah, they'll come through. Uh, tell us uh, if you've ever been uh, yeah. through something like this on a, a dating app or on a first date with yeah. somebody. Have you been on a date with this guy? I feel like this guy has definitely done this before. Maybe we'll uh, do a description of him. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. Thank you for sharing that story about what your what your friend went through on the social media dating app, Hinge. Is that yes, what she this was particular on? app. I know there's a lot of different apps and ways to date online, but she she went on Hinge. Okay. And this, this isn't me coming at Hinge, because I think they're all equally <laughs> like this. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a crap shot. You know, it's a large pool of people, and everyone's kind of 
floating around and moving around trying to find a match. And yeah. Each of the apps has like a different specialty. So apparently with Hinge, their whole thing is get on Hinge to get off Hinge. So let's get you matched up with somebody as quickly as possible so that yeah. we can get it done. And she, this was her first shot at using a dating app. Yeah. Talking to this guy. They're talking for two weeks. They finally decide to meet up, picks her up for dinner, which she thought... You know, because a, a lot of people, especially in the city, don't drive. So to offer to pick her up, she was like, oh, okay. That's cool. And they go for dinner. He's asking her all these questions, almost like it was an interview and not a date. She goes to wash her hands after having some appetizers. She comes back. He's gone. Okay. That's not cool. So um, a lot of people, after hearing the story, their anxiety has peaked. And they're like, oh, no more dating apps for me. Da, da, da. <laughs> I don't think that is the way to approach that. But I do think that there are a couple of red flags and maybe some things that we can look out for as we're dating on apps to kind of make this thing less likely to happen or just to make it a little easier for us. Uh, text it, coming in saying, like, first rule, Blake, tell beautiful. your friend in regards to dating apps. It's important. You uh, you never go on a dinner dinner date as the first date. Okay. And you don't let them pick you up at your home. That was, okay, that so was we got two second. already. See? Yeah. No dinners no. on first dates because um, there's just too much at stake. Literally, no, yeah. no pun intended. But, it. but you know, like you can get left with the bill. You can be left with the bill. So at the, co- at the at a coffee, that's coffee not going to happen. Yeah, it, right. Yeah, right. And it, the it's first five dollars. And the first date doesn't even have to be like an hour long. It could yeah. just be a hey, good to see you in person. I'll see you. Yeah. Let's talk again, and we'll talk again, and maybe yeah, yeah. Okay, so maybe coffee is that's a better three. way. So that's three short. Yeah, short. Sure, sure. Okay, coffee. so great. We've already come up with three. So the first one was not, not really need to be a big dinner. Don't let yep. him pick up your house and make it a short night. And I, di- I didn't even, I kind of thought, oh, it's so nice he's offering to pick you up because a lot of people don't drive. Yeah. But no, I guess then he's seeing where you live or they oh, are seeing where you yeah. live. Yeah, neutral right. territory. And then they can, and, and just a lot of people are saying, tell your friend, do not just get in a car with a stranger. You have to be so careful. Okay, that's another I, one. I don't thought that was like the gentleman thing to do. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, 2023. Uh, leave leave the gentleman stuff for maybe a month later. Um, what other tips can we give each other? So as we're you know going through these these dating apps and trying to find good matches, because there are good people out there. Trust yeah, because you can't that. just give up and do nothing. You have yeah. to do something if, have, if you want to date. I have friends who are in dating apps right now, and they're saying they're, they're having great luck with it. They're yeah. saying like, hey, I met some really good people, people who I didn't match with romantically, but we're actually going to become friends. I know lots of successful ra- relationships yeah. off. People are married off of it. This is the way to do it in 2023 are the dating apps, yeah. but there are things you have to look out for. Every so, once in a while, there's a dud. Yes. Right? So how do we hedge against the duds? Give us a, a tip. You could text yeah. the 104536. What things not to do when dating on apps? And I also want to say this. Don't forget about your gut. Mm-hmm. Yes. Don't forget about your gut. Your gut really does. You know that feeling that you had to a little kid when something was not right? You mean when you need to take your probiotics? But no, no, no. I mean, talking about when it's dangerous. Oh, yeah. When dangerous. <laughs> Don't forget your gut because what we do is we write a story, especially women, about what we think yes. is going to happen. Yes. And it doesn't happen that way. Yes. So be but, careful. Good point. Yeah. Good point. All right. Bring them in. Let's, uh, let's help us all out as we're all trying to find love and matches. What things not to do when dating on apps so you don't run into that issue? Sorry about your friend. How's she doing? Uh, I think she's. I think she's still feeling pretty. It was a shot at her confidence too. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, the good news is she didn't. She's not gonna ever. She see dodged it. a bullet for sure with this she'll guy. Never see but it I keep reminding her of that. Yeah. 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 Turn up, Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. We we're just talking to Blake about her friend's dating uh, mishap after meeting a guy on Hinge, and there's a lot of really good lessons there. I mean, thank goodness she's okay and everything's cool, but it was not cool what he did. Went on the date. Sat down for dinner, ordered a bunch of stuff. She went to go wash her hands, and he split. 
Yeah. Um, but some of the lessons, we already went through them. Number one, probably not a good idea all the time to go to dinners because high-priced dinners, there's a chance that the person you're sitting Too down much of with, an investment. left with the bill. Yeah, they yeah. might just leave. Yeah. yeah. So maybe you start off with, like, Go to Craig's Cookies and get some cookies and then in the soda. Oh, that's right? actually a really good idea. Right? Like, Craig's grab some, a box of cookies, go sit down somewhere and eat. Um, so, little low-cost first meats. And short time period. Short time periods. Yeah, that's another thing. And and as we kind of peel it back a little bit more, he picked her up at her place. Yeah. You'd never do that. Ever. Yeah. I didn't even think online. of that. I was just you like, wow, meet. a Toronto guy with a car. This you is incredible. Meet. Yeah, Meet at a neutral territory day. that has nothing yeah. to do with your place yeah. of residence. Because that's, yeah. they have no idea who these yeah. people are. They could be anybody. I'm going to add something else, if you guys don't mind, of yeah. being a parent and all. Yeah, that's great. Um, I would say let your friend or your friends know where you're going. Great one. And Definitely. What, and what time, you know, and just, just in case. Buddy system. Yeah. I'm going to be at this place from this time to this, this time. time. I'll, I'll call you when I'm done. And uh, I have my girlfriends and I, we all have each other's locations. Yeah. Like we've shared and Oh, that's another it, good So we can one always play. track each other. A lot yeah. of people forget that your phones can do that. Yeah. Have someone in your phone, in your contact list that you trust and let them know that, hey, let's share locations. So when I go on these dates, you know where I am. Yes. That's a great one. I haven't even heard anyone say that before. Um, what uh, are some other ones coming on a text? Um, Mike says, uh, also, if you're doing long distance, try to get them to come to a, like a location near you. He mm. says, I've had friends who have gone, say, Hamilton to Toronto and then been ghosted once they got there. Ah, wow. So they show up for the dinner date and they're not there. Yeah. Uh, so maybe have them uh, come to you. Someone also suggests do a FaceTime call before you have the dinner or the coffee date because, you know, a lot of people will catfish you online, say yeah. they're a certain age or look a certain way. So try to get on FaceTime with them so at least you do know what you're getting into and see if the vibe is there. And there's another angle I didn't even think about um, is people that take too long to actually meet up with you. Okay. So this person has a first 10-day rule. If they don't ask for an actual in-person date within 10 days, yeah. they know they're a dud. Because people just keep stringing you along. Yeah. We oh. should meet up. We should get together. They kind of breadcrumb you yeah. through the uh, the whole communication process. Yeah. And, and then there's no date. Don't waste your time. Don't waste like, your time. Yeah, done. Hmm. Over. Move on. Yeah. Let me ask another one. Um, it, Would it be completely uncouth during um, while we're talking for the first couple times on a conversation? Hey, can we just plan at some point during the date to check in and be like, hey, do you want to continue the rest of this date or do we want to like bail? I think that's the, do we grab another drink? Do you want yeah. another drink? Yeah. Like and then that, that's when you go, a... actually, I got to get up early tomorrow. Right. Because I'll out of here. maybe this person who got up and left your friend at some point decided he wasn't into it anymore and just didn't really have the courage, the guts. He did. He did send her a text after he left and just said, you know, sorry, I just didn't think it was going anywhere. Well, not making excuses for him because that's he totally not did? cool. Yeah, yeah, he did send her a text. What a coward. Yeah, like not cool to do, waste the girl's time like that and leave her with the I bill. Can under- and also, you can be a coward, oh. okay, but pay the bill and then leave because that's the thing no, that no, really no, stung. He but, left her with the bill. And no, that's he- being a coward, not not paying the bill. Not oh, saying, definitely. Not, not well, saying write your face, listen, uh, this is great meeting you. I'm going to uh, let's go half or I'm going to pay for the bill. But you know what? I think I'm, this is this is where you yeah. I got to say, you know, it's really great meeting you. I don't know that it's going to go any further, but I'm glad that we had this time. Yeah. At least yeah. when she gets back from the washroom, say, hey, listen, yes. I got a split. Let's get the waiter. Yeah. You know, whatever. You know what that's going to do? Karma's up. Yeah. Could be. Let's see what happens to him.
Yeah. <laughs> we won't have to. It will. I can't believe that he texted. I'm sorry. I just, I'm just so. He had heart- the nerve to text her after. Like, I'm sorry. I'm so wasn't for her. feeling it. Yeah. 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 yeah she'll, she'll, she'll be good. She'll be good. Oh, Listen, she's going to be fine. I don't think this. she'll ever get back on a dating app, but she'll be yeah. fine. But uh, I think that goes to the last uh, tip that I have from her experience. Have mm. some kind of exit strategy. Yeah. You know, even if you're not into the date, think of your, your courteous exit strategy. Yeah. Gosh, dating is so hard on its own, and then to have to add all this extra stuff. Oh my gosh. Turn up Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Chum 1045. If you are right now in your car or in a carpool or on the train heading to a job that you previously lost or even left, but had the courage to call back the employee, the boss, and say, hey, you know what? That thing that happened a year ago. Let's let bygones be bygones and let's let me back inside the company. And the boss said, okay, we'll do that. There is a name for you. The name for that person is called a boomerang employee. Employees that have left the company but have come back to resume their their previous title. Well, so many people quit their jobs over the lockdown, That right? is exactly why this happened. So boomerang, huh? Yeah, that boomerang and the... Boomerang used, used for kids that came back home all Boomerang kids. Oh, yeah. Boomerang didn't kids. didn't yeah. you run away? Why are you back? Or or did you, <laughs> didn't you go get your first job and get your own place? And, uh, yeah. Or didn't we break up? Why are you back in my life? Boomerang. boomerang relationship. Well, okay. they're called boomerang employees. Okay. And uh, it's a trend. Uh, there's also another trend. Uh, they call it Bare Minimum Monday. Bare Minimum Monday is another one of these quiet quitting, which was another trend. Yes. Things where on Mondays, people are so tired of working for the place they work at or tired of the job they do. Yeah. That on Monday, they really phone it in, which used to be phone it in Friday. But it's bare minimum Monday. Now. Bare minimum Monday. Yeah, you do just the least on a Monday. Yeah. Well, don't don't if you know in the, in the world that we live in right now, they say you really have to be back in the office for three days. Right? Yeah. Yeah. In the office. So I'm thinking bare minimum Monday and phone it in Friday. The Mondays and Fridays are what people take off. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. If I had that option, Working. those would be the days. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, so those are the new terms. Do you like those? Uh, <laughs> it's interesting going back to boomerang. Uh, what's it? Boomerang. Boomerang employees. Yeah. Um, I was reading the other day from the Wall Street Journal about the people that quit their jobs and go, okay, I'm done. I'm not doing it anymore. They uh, at least 48% regret really their jobs because some of them quit their jobs completely and they went, oh, yeah, the money thing. And the other thing, or they moved on to another company and they went, oh, this is not what I – they might have a little bit more money and less time that I have to work, but I'm not enjoying it. Okay. So, you know, that doesn't surprise me that they go back to their – Original employee. Well, there's another term that corresponds to what people there are feeling. Yes. This one is called career cushioning. That is when you're in a job, mm. and even though you're sort of happy there, somewhat comfortable, uh. you're already looking for another job just in case you get laid off yeah. or just in case something happens, something pops off, and you want to leave. Right, right. You've already got a contingency plan. You're ready to go to the next company or next stage of work, career cushioning. You know, I'm finding in, in my world of uh, the Maryland Dennis shows like 13 seasons, and some people have left to to go do something else because whether they like the job or not, I don't know. Yeah. They didn't tell me. Anyway. <laughs> um, but um, the, a lot of them have come back, and they've come back only on a contract basis, and yeah. they enjoy it more. Yeah. There was something about being tethered to a corporation that maybe they didn't like, and they are freelancers. And they like trying out other jobs. Interesting. Yeah. That's I think that, that's not a bad idea. That's one way to do it. Yeah, sure. Yeah.
You do what I did. What do you mean you don't like to work here? Yeah. I'm just kidding. No. I feel like I... in our industry, though, that's that's so common, the boomerang. More so we all now. bounce around, our... come back. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. very common. I, yeah. I like to call it the traveling circus. Like, yes. I'm going city, city. Hey, I'm in this city now. I'm in this city now. Back in this city again. <laughs> it's the traveling As circus. As I say, this is my 38th year doing this morning show. Wow. Yeah. Now, for the first 10 years of my career, I was all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. So I landed. Anyway. It's everyone so different. But post-pandemic, this is what we're experiencing. We need a term for when you do something for 38 years in a row. What's the, what's the, what do you call know. that? The Maryland Dennis. You call that the, the Dennis. I'm okay. Dennising. Dennis. Yeah. Maryland Dennis and Jamar. Podcast Chum 104.5. Podcast.